What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I'm excited to be back uh, talking to you guys, as I promised. I've been doing a lot of research on inflation, traveling around, seeing a bunch of things. I'm also, I'm also still selling wine, so click the link in the description of this podcast to find out more about my wine adventures and some of the cool things I've been doing on Instagram. But today I'm here to talk about balancing inflation and travel. If you listen to my previous podcast where I just talked about, you know, flights, um, a lot of things that were going on in the industry, how the industry was preparing for, not necessarily, oh, well, on one hand, uh, how the industry was looking to support people flying and traveling to different places uh, and dealing with rising prices, right? Because as we know, when prices rise, they got super high over the summer and they've come down, but they haven't come down to what they used to be, right? So things are just more expensive. They were super expensive, let's say a month ago, and now they're just flat out expensive, right? A little bit less than what they used to be, but not as astronomical as we were seeing a couple of weeks ago even. So that's that's progress, right? That's progress. And what I wanted to look into and what I've been spending a little bit of time and research doing, because I do do an extreme amount of travel planning uh, and networking and things like that, is, is hotels, right? And I wanted to really dive into that. What I found is not good. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It wasn't that much good news to share about the cost of hotels. Um, they are more expensive than I have seen them in all of my years traveling, right? And again, I don't count Airbnbs. I don't look into things like that. But I have looked into boutique hotels. So places like Sonder and other places where I'll get into um, in other episodes. But just wanted to share that, first and foremost, hotels are expensive. They're more expensive than what they used to be, but there are ways in which you can find, you know, balance with that. I have been trying to find it, but honestly, guys, it's been hard. And here's what I'm going to talk about today. Right, so balancing inflation and travel with this information that we have. Now, I'm not saying hotels are are outrageously expensive, but they're not as affordable as they used to be. And you're gonna you're gonna spend a pretty penny to stay in really really nice hotels. I'm talking three point five stars and above, and even the three star hotels is still like a ooh that that eighty five is now a one twenty five. Right, there's a huge difference. And what we've seen in travel in particular with inflation is it has tipped the scales. I remember one like years ago, I think three years ago, I would November was the time for people to fly internationally because that was, you know, during Thanksgiving where there's a lot of domestic travel within the US. So people weren't looking to leave the US to go abroad because Thanksgiving and Christmas are usually family time where you're traveling to see family within the US. So flights were like five to six hundred dollars to uh, some places that I would send people to frequently. You can find out where on my upcoming website that I'm dropping. But um, yeah, so the information was right there. And, you know, I did research now and it's literally doubled the price. Right. So inflation has tipped the scales in this way, as we all know, but just want to shed some light on it. Either flights or hotels are hella high. Like it's either one or the other. There used to be a way when you did a whole lot of extensive research that you can find balance. And I'm sure there's still loopholes where you can, credit card points, uh, specials, off-peak travel, all those things still remain true. But just typical, regular, normal, I'm planning six, six, seven weeks out. Uh, this is the weekend I got, I was able to take off from my job or what have you, or I just feel like packing up and going somewhere I was going to leave. Um, you have to find that balance. It's either flights or hotels, right? So think about it. When you used to travel, when you're shopping for travel, trying to figure out where you want to go, um, you were looking for 
you know, the best of both worlds. Hey, I want to find, I want to find an inexpensive hotel. I want to find an inexpensive flight. I want to find the best of both worlds. And that would kind of determine where you would go, depending on where you were looking to go and the type of experience you were looking to have. Even with all-inclusive, like I've talked to people about it and I've just done research too. It's like, even with all-inclusive, he's like, oh yeah, I, I would love to go to Puerto Rico, but Jamaica's cheaper right now. For the time I'm looking to go, Jamaica works flight-wise, it works accommodation-wise, it's going to be an all-inclusive. I'm not doing a cultural exploration. This works for me, right? But again, we're focusing on domestic travel within the U.S. and a little bit of international travel. When you're looking as to where you want to go, when it's warm outside and it's warmer weather all over the U.S., some of us aren't that picky, right? It's like, oh, man, I would love to go to L.A. or San Diego or, you know, or Texas where it's a little bit warmer, but I don't have to go there. I can go to any state, any place, in any city and have an amazing time, right? So, and then, so you were looking for the best of both worlds. You're looking for flights. You're looking for hotels. You're looking to mesh those two things together to provide you with the ultimate experience. And three things if you are trying to include entertainment in that thought process, right? So it's hotels, flights, and entertainment. Where can I go to get the most bang for my buck? And a lot of people, they envision an experience where all-inclusive means I pay one time and it's behind, it's behind me. I don't have to worry about it. But as we know, you know, from experience from having to travel more domestically throughout this pandemic, is there's a lot to explore in cities too. You don't necessarily need an all-inclusive experience to have an all-inclusive experience in a new city. Summertime Chicago is amazing. I always recommend people going there. there I haven't realized how many people haven't been to Chicago. You know, when you live in a place or you know a place to be popular and when you've lived abroad for so long, uh, you, you're always you can always you're always using identifiers like major cities for people like, oh, I'm from Chicago, but you grew up in Illinois or it's closer or in Indiana, but you visit Chicago a lot. Oh, I grew up in New York. I grew up in L.A. Right. I can use these big cities and these big places as identifiers But there's so and I didn't realize some people in America haven't visited Chicago, haven't visited Atlanta. I understand why you don't visit LA. It's expensive. Haven't been to New York. And those are just the biggest ones. But if you haven't visited the bigger ones, then what about the smaller ones? Like there are some where you're just connected to, oh, I went here for work. I had a conference here. I visited a friend. I went here for a wedding. My family is from here. Outside of those identifiers, where do you spend the most time visiting? Or where have you visited or even thought about visiting? I, for one, when I, my 11 years abroad in 50 countries, yada, 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 I never thought of going to Nashville. Never. I did five minutes of research, plan a bunch of trips there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Nashville is on one of my, on my list of places I need to go. Never would have thought about it. San Diego. Heard about it. I was like, ah, it's cool. Now it's, it's, it's legit in my top three places I want to visit. Bentonville, Arkansas. Outside of the, the, you know, the racist parts nearby, Bentonville, Arkansas is amazing. I, have, I know people who live there. It's a great place to visit. So, you know, when you're travel planning and thinking about these things, inflation has tipped the scales in such a way in which you have to, it's hard to find balance. Because you were always looking for the best of both worlds, but now you can look up and experience all-inclusive or not, and it's just all expensive. And we're trying to balance all the expense to say, man, is it worthwhile? Before we're looking at dates, when flights are the cheapest, dates when hotels were the, were, were the least expensive, and picking between the two. Really thinking through, like, hey, do I need this luxurious hotel experience if the plan is wherever I'm going to go out to just explore? 
Like, do I need to stay at the Ritz-Carlton? Do I need to stay at this amazing Hilton? Or can I downgrade a little bit and stay somewhere that's a little bit still great, still nice, still clean, still has breakfast, all that. But not that I want to go out and treat myself. Or are you seeking that pampering and sitting your butt down and truly relaxing experience? Does that mean you get a flight with two stops? Sounds weird, but like, hey, if I want a nice hotel now, since everything's expensive, I'm I'm going to do two stops. Two stops for an hour at each location. I still get there at the same time. It's just I want to save on that so I can put more money towards hotels. Or if you're like, you know what, I'm a, I'm a downgrade hotels a little bit, or I'm a downgrade Airbnb, or wherever you're choosing to stay, I'm a downgrade this so I can get me a better flight because this is what matters to me when traveling. So when inflation is done, is it forces us to balance what matters most to us. And as I've always said, balance is everything in life, no matter what you're doing. Work, work-life balance is a thing. Love and relationship balance between your, you know, your partner and your friends is a thing. Balance is life. Balance is everything. And when prices are good and things are going well, you don't see a problem with teetering one way or the other. We get real comfortable when we start teeter-tottering. We're like, oh, yeah, I can be a little bit more this way this time because it works for my budget. Oh, I can be a little bit more this way. But when the rubber meets the road and things start to crack down, it's like, oh, you know what? I need to take a step back. <laughs> I need to I need to balance this out because it is not working for me, right? Because think about it. Sometimes you don't want to leave the country. Again, I'll always say all-inclusive for cool. But sometimes you don't want to leave the country to take care. You just want to stay home and take care of yourself. I want to be able to drive, take a three to four hour road trip to a city nearby and have a great time. I want to be able to find a good hotel for business people or just for leisure and 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 work remotely from there or relax there and really enjoy the new city that I'm in. Because again, staying in Airbnbs are cool, but you're going to pay the same price to stay in an Airbnb in downtown Chicago as you would for a hotel. So you just as well may get a hotel in a great location where you can be right next to the river, you're right next to the bean, you're next to a bunch of different restaurants. Like it's really created a delicate balance. Inflation has recreated a has created a delicate balance between how we prioritize travel, how we look at travel, how we navigate travel. And it's amazing that, you know, that we've landed where we are now. And again, I know I wanted to find like some some hacks and some shortcuts. And I will. I will bring those up. I have a bunch of industry news that I want to share with you guys. But just the amazing balancing act that is what's happened with flight costs, what's happened with hotel costs, what's happened with overall travel costs. And thank God gas went down, right? Again, I'm, I'm a big proponent of road trips. I'm a big proponent of staycations. But balancing inflation and travel is essentially balancing money, balancing funds, balancing the type of experience that you want to have, balancing all those key concepts together to provide yourself with the experience that you want to have. Right? And that, I think, is what's most important when you're talking about travel during today's time. Right? And again, we all are hopeful that prices will return to where they are or our salaries will see dramatic increases when this and when these end of the year reviews come and these companies have to start counting for inflation or people are going to start moving around. That's just what's going to happen. That's just how it's going to be. And now, here's a fascinating study that I'm going to tie in to kind of wrap up this conversation around it um, is your attitude, the way that we feel, the emotions that we have. Right. So think about it. When travel was more accessible financially, 
I know travel isn't accessible to everyone in many different ways. And I've talked about that and nauseam throughout all of my podcast episodes. But when travel was more accessible financially, did you find yourself being happier? Have you found yourself being more aggravated or angry or upset when the thought of travel comes up? Because think about it. Travel was a way to release stress. It was a way to decompress, to recharge. So oftentimes, we, over, we would overspend or overcompensate to be able to provide that. But when the numbers went up, it then became a stressful thing. It was added stress to it. And the reason why people are like, oh, why do you keep talking about balance and inflation and travel? Because that is what it will take to maximize the experience, to maintain what it is for you. A great experience is aimed to make you happy, to bring you joy. So even though these things are true, there is a way to navigate it. It is a matter of changing your mindset to balancing the type of experience you have while understanding that prices have gone up, right? And like I said, with travel, your mindset matters. With living abroad for me, my mindset matters. Like, I'm a family guy. I love my family. I love my close friends. If I had that same mentality abroad, I would have never thrived or, or succeeded abroad. I would have been trapped in that I need my family. I need my family. I need my friend's mindset. I need this mindset. I had to adjust my mindset. I'm doing this for my family. I'm having these experiences that I can share with my family. I'm trying to build new friends and relationships abroad. Like, a mindset shift shifted everything for me. And, and let's be honest, it's easier to be mad than happy. I know some people are debating that. It's like, oh, no, I'm a happy person. If you're a happy person, good for you. But it's easier to be mad than happy. Mad has a very familiar look to and for everyone. You can kind of sense it, right? Right? There's shared words, expressions, thoughts, etc. when it comes to being angry, when it comes to being mad. But happiness. Now, that's a little bit different. It's hard sometimes for people to know when you're happy, right? Think about it. Or even just satisfied. It's like you're just even keel. You're like, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. You ever just been like having an okay day? Nothing too bad. Nothing too, too good. Just an okay day. Like been really, really content, right? Even tempered. Not happy, not sad. Just like really, really okay. And it reads on your face. And people keep asking you things like, are you okay? What's wrong? You don't look happy. You don't look happy. I am happy. I feel happy. But you don't look happy. Has everybody ever said, you don't look mad? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You don't look mad. Right? Then ha have you ever been like really, really pissed off at work, angry at work, at home, in a relationship, whatever. But you smile through it and no one says a thing? Because you look happy. They're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. You just smile through it. Anger is super easy to identify. And people themselves like to be identified. They like standing out and being noticed. Especially when they usually aren't. Right? Now, think of a time you've been really, really happy. Smiling ear to ear. People ever say, what are you so happy about? Implying that the constant isn't happy. That there always has to be something. Something has to be wrong. Something has to be up. You have to be one way or the other. You can never just be balanced. It's not humanly possible to be balanced all the time 
and just okay. Because when I was just okay, you asked me what was wrong. It's a, it's a wild concept. But help me realize why people thrive from anger and the attention that it brings. My advice, as you guys know, is stay balanced. Balance is everything. I'd much rather be the he's always happy guy as opposed to something's always wrong with him guy. He's always processing something. He's always working through something. I know what you're thinking. Well, how does this tie back to balance inflation and travel? Balancing inflation and travel. How does how does this tie back to that? It's a mindset. It's very easy to be angry about travel, to be mad at it. When you're mad at something, you avoid it. You cast it aside. You look at it in a different way. Something that once brought you joy. Think about it, when you're mad at your partner. Your partner brings you joy, but you're mad at it. Now, when you think about it, when you look at it, it brings you anger. And because it reads on your face and they can feel that energy, it creates negative vibes. The same with travel. If you're playing like, oh, man, I can't believe, oh, man, I can't believe. So I, I'm just trying to prepare everybody, letting you know, hey, look, that's what's out there. And also, you're probably already out there traveling yourself. You're probably already facing it. You know what's up. But your mindset means everything. Don't take away that piece of happiness, that piece of joy, that piece of life that you get from travel. Whether that's domestically, whether that's all-inclusive, whether that's internationally, no matter what it is, don't lose that part because that part's important. That part matters. That part is impactful. That part defines you in so many ways, and that part you've needed most of your life because you've probably done it or you're looking to do it most of your life. So that's important. So balancing inflation in travel, with travel, for travel. Look up those international trips. They're not going anywhere. The world is open back up. Vaccinated. Unvaccinated. Whatever your case may be, don't let inflation, don't let what's going on in the industry itself hold you back. Keep thriving forward. And again, it's not impossible to find that that best of both worlds. That, ooh, cheap hotel. Ooh, cheap flight. Ooh, great entertainment options for the low. Not impossible to find that. But the reality that we're in right now, at least right now, is you're gonna have to you're gonna have to balance it out differently than just looking at the money. You have to look at the experience. You have to dig a little bit deeper to get to the root of what you're looking to travel for and why. And that, my friends, is the experience itself. Y'all, it's been an amazing time rocking with you guys today. I'm just so excited for everything that's on the horizon for the conversation. I'm looking forward to having interviews. I'm setting up all these things. And you guys know, um, I have, well, you know, it's August. So as in every August, September, it's a new season of the Black Expat Podcast. Look out for more episodes. Um, I'm going to be talking about my adventures in Austin and other places. And just an amazing thing that's going to be going on in the world of travel and the travel experiences that I'm looking to have. Um, so, again, I'm excited to jump into that, talk about travel with more people. Make sure you check out my YouTube, check out the wine I have going, and more announcements and more big things that are coming up. You guys know, I'm always up to something. I'm always up to something. I took, I did take a rest, you know, in the heat of summer. It's been 105 degrees in Texas all this time, in the heat of summer. But, you know, I'm back at it. I'm back at it, back with you guys. As always, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl. Thanks for rocking with me. You guys know what time it is. We out, chick. <laughs>